One of the reasons why most late-identified autistics are stuck with self-care and not seeing lasting restoration and recovery of energy is because they are looking at self-care from the outside, like unplugging from social media or going for a walk. Or before you know it, you have gone back to your regularly scheduled routine and found yourself staring burnout right in the face again. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to get rid of all those problems and create a self-care plan from the inside out that gives you energy, helps you sleep better, decreases your feelings of chronic fight or flight, and get you off the chronic, chronic burnout loop of death. So if that interests you, keep on listening. Hi, I'm Carol Jean Whittington, and you're about to experience the new way to thrive in life and relationships as a late-identified autistic by unveiling who you are, what you love, creating balance, and being the leader and creator of your best life. Get ready, because this is where we go against the mainstream. We say no to outdated society norms, and we say yes to who we are in order to create a joy-filled, balanced, and more neurodistinct world. Ubuntu. Welcome to Mind Your Autistic Brain. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Your Autistic Brain Talk Show. Today, we're talking all about self-care and more specifically about self-talk. The concept of self-talk is pretty basic. You may have heard me talk about this concept before, but I'm willing to bet that if you are a struggling, burned-out autistic newbie and finding yourself going from unplugging to recuperate to feeling a bit better, only to end up back in the burnout trap a few weeks or months later, you don't really understand what self-care is or how to implement it in your life to keep off that burnout loop of death. I'm willing to bet that you don't have a self-care plan from the inside out that includes self-talk. And what self-talk is, is where our thoughts are turned into automated habits that become our beliefs and perspectives. These thoughts turned automated through repetition become the foundation of who we are being and how we see the world and how we show up and make choices in our lives. Thoughts are just thoughts. They are not us. Our thoughts are the mind's way of trying to understand or make sense of what we are experiencing. Thoughts aren't always true or accurate, but rather the mind's way of seeking the fastest and easiest way with the least amount of resistance and energy to make sense of something in order to maintain that feeling of safe. We draw on what we know. Habit equals safe. What self-care talk does is it may give you better mental health, lower stress levels, better physical health, which may include increased immune function and reduced pain, and may help you be a better solver of problems. We know we think critically or harshly to and about ourselves, but the problem is we don't realize that our thoughts are not us. There is a difference between our brain and our mind. Our brain is the gray matter, the little gray cells, as Hercule Poirot calls them, and there is our mind, which is the internal thinking and thought side. We often miss that our thoughts can be skewed or run awry and are not always a true or accurate reflection of us, but rather a reflection of our current experiences or subconscious beliefs. But when we focus on self-care using the thought thermostat, we get to choose the temperature of our internal thoughts and self-talk 
that translate into changing how we feel, who we are being, and most importantly, how we are balancing our energy each day. Now, I want you to imagine for a second that you have more sustainable energy, feelings of joy and contentment, and easily solve problems or challenges each day. If you were able to self-talk where it created less stress, less anxiety, more motivation, and even better quality sleep, where you were easily making decisions and choices in your day, where you felt refreshed rather than drained, then adding the thought thermostat to your self-care plan from the inside out is your next step. There are a few pieces we wanna focus and dial in and a few elements that need to work together to create your thought thermostat. And I'm willing to bet that if you're listening to this episode, you've probably had thoughts like, I'm so chronically exhausted and nothing I do seems to last. Everything feels overwhelming. I feel like I live in a constant state of fight or flight. If you're saying these things, then I'm willing to bet that you have fallen into the cycle burnout loop of death, where you are doing all the external things to self-care, like taking social media breaks, getting more water, or diving into a focused interest more. But finding yourself back on the burnout cliff, sliding into a major burnout event after a few weeks or months again. Self-talk is an art form. There is a level of mastery that goes into this, but it all starts with using the thought thermostat. When I use the thought thermostat, I observe my thoughts from a third-person perspective. I'm even working on naming my mind, just like Brene Brown, who calls her thoughts gremlins. It's a great visual and a good way to represent our sometimes wayward thoughts, and it adds an injection of fun to it. And Dr. Amen calls his mind Hermie after his rascal of a raccoon who would poop in his shoes. I don't yet have the perfect name for my mind and its errant and sometimes unfounded thoughts, but I'll be sure to share it with you as soon as I do. Naming your mind helps to give you perspective to better observe your thoughts and just kind of step back and have some fun with it because you know it can be bad. I have reoccurring elements that I'm using every single time I'm stepping back and acknowledging that my thoughts aren't me. I use third-person language to create separation and space, so I don't use I and I don't use me. And it helps me to better observe the thoughts that I'm having, and it helps me to shift my perspective. There's a lot that goes into the thought thermostat, but the thought thermostat is what gives you healthy and positive self-talk that serves you through allowing you to see the solutions to problems, to give you energy versus draining it through harsh and critical self-talk, and can even help you sleep more soundly. Most people will not do this simple exercise though. Most people will not do the thought thermostat exercise because they feel like it is too hard or that they can't change the way they think. But you should try. You should be open to the possibility that just choosing to try can change your life. You have already chosen, most likely to by default through trying to keep yourself safe after trauma, to think harshly and critically of yourself. So why not make an intentional choice today to try the opposite? What do you have to lose? So let's talk about the thought thermostat. Here's a quick reminder. We are having the second self-care workshop in this two-part series, 
next Friday, September 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be going deeper into creating your self-care plan from the inside out. We will be covering and going deeper into the thought thermostat exercise and into next week's topic on internal and external boundaries. Boundaries are a big one. But what I want to do now is go over the thought thermostat steps and give you those elements so that you're ready for that part two workshop. So when we self-talk, there are thoughts that pop into our head all day long, from when we stub our toe to when we forget to do a task on our list. You know, those, God, how could you forget that? Why are you so stupid? And for the most part, we can be pretty harsh on ourselves in how we self-talk when things are a challenge or if they don't go to plan. Often we hear people tell us, you just need to be more positive, think happy thoughts. But I've always had a problem with this. I have an issue with it. And my issue is that it doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't reflect the way I feel. And when you do this, you're also creating a deeper feeling of masking. And that leads you to having an even more disconnected feeling from yourself than before you knew you were autistic. Because you can't fake it till you make it. You actually need to feel more positive or happier first from a place of knowing your thoughts aren't you. And that you have a choice in those thoughts. And that those thoughts that you choose can be true for you and accurate first. And it is a very easy fix. All you're going to do is start by checking the room. I don't mean literally. Begin by journaling as you listen and learn from observing your self-talk. When you make a mistake or things don't go to plan, what are your inner thoughts? Are they critical and harsh? Or do you simply note where you can make an adjustment? and what you can learn for next time. Do you notice common phrases or repeated words you use with yourself? Do you call yourself a name? Check the room of your mind. What is the temperature there? So in step two, you're gonna take your temp, meaning evaluate your thoughts. Do you run hot and critical or cold and hard? Is there a comfy place where you're not too hot or not too cold? Evaluate your thoughts with these questions. Are my thoughts based on my opinion or past experiences or more neutral facts? Am I making assumptions or projecting my fears possibly? Is this true and accurate? Look at the thoughts as if you were a friend seeing it. Lastly, adjust the knob on your thought thermostat. Pick the phrases you noted that you repeat most often that are critical or harsh. Reword them to be kinder and gentler. You can now authentically do this since you have identified where those thoughts are skewed, influenced by fears, reflecting beliefs that you no longer hold, or that you simply choose to no longer believe because they were an assumption or a social norm you adopted in your early years. Thoughts create feelings in our bodies. And when, and we then take those physical feelings and translate and label them into emotions, which drive us to assign them as positive or negative to us. We are biased to negativity for safety purposes, and we also seek to avoid pain and losing anything we believe we already possess. So just knowing that our thoughts can be unruly and sometimes rampant, along with the awareness that our subconscious is looking for the problem versus the solution as our default, And that 
any loss, be it a bad habit or a hurtful way of self-talk, can feel uncomfortable in our bodies. It is not what has been our habit to this point. Thoughts are not good or bad until we assign their meaning. We can also reject our own thoughts through observation and reflection. You can just say, hey, that's not mine. I'm going to let it go. Now, that is just one solution using the thought thermostat. There are other things like reflection work, energy appraisal, internal and external boundaries, knowing your need requirements to stay out of stress and burnout, and identifying communication styles, for example. I have the unveiling method. I don't think I'm a self-care or burnout expert. I am the creator of the unveiling method, though. That is what people know me for. That is my unique solution. That is the thing that will fix the problem for the struggling, burned-out autistic newbie, and people know that. So now that I can incorporate my thought thermostat inside my self-care plan from the inside out, guess what starts to happen? You start to notice you have more energy throughout the day. You feel less stressed and overwhelmed. You aren't in a chronic state of fight or flight. Then my unique solution, the unveiling method, helps to further bridge that gap between the struggling, burned out autistic newbie and the thriving, authentic autistic. When you have self-care and you have self-caring self-talk and you realize the thought thermostat helps you get more energy and feel mentally and physically healthier, you're going to see this as your daily life, you're going to see it showing up there, and it becomes really, really powerful. Once you understand self-caring self-talk, your self-care plan from the inside out can go so much deeper, and you can have more energy and more self-love. And what starts to happen is you actually begin to integrate you and what works for you into your daily life, which means that when you do this, you are beginning to live your thriving, authentic, autistic life. If you've had issues with critical and mean self-talk, I guarantee you, you have not been observing your thoughts. And even being aware of how your mind and thoughts can be wild and even untrue, you are stuck in that struggling autistic newbie trap. You have not been using journaling and observing to find the repeated thought patterns or phrases in your inner talk. And then looking deeper into the root cause behind why you are having those thoughts. But once you start to understand that, you can begin to form a self-care plan from the inside out that includes using the thought thermostat. So let's recap where we are on self-caring self-talk. Our mind creates thoughts to try and make sense of the world. And to keep us safe, it can only use what it knows to do this. And sometimes those thoughts are wonky and even skewed and untrue. Our thoughts create feelings in our body that we then assign an emotion and meaning to that can be positive or negative. We get to choose if we allow that thought to continue and to determine if it is something that serves us any longer. We can then begin to reframe and reword our self-talk from the thoughts we know to be true, accurate, and authentic for us now. The thought thermostat gives you a framework to observe your thoughts, identify what is harming you and what is hurting you from a deeper understanding, 
And then it allows you to authentically and intentionally choose how you talk to yourself in an objective position from third person to self-talk in a way that is kind, gentle, loving, and creating space to see solutions and opportunities. If you aren't getting energy from your thoughts and feeling grounded and calm in your day, then it means you have room for improvement that you can make within your self-talk. Now those elements include stepping back and checking the room through listening and learning from your thoughts, taking your temperature by evaluating your thoughts and adjusting the knob on your thought temp, and begin choosing how you talk to yourself and knowing how to take those critical statements and turn them into a neutral or a positive thought, which we'll talk more about in the upcoming part two self-care workshop. But you have to understand self-caring self-talk and most people never do that. They just keep believing their thoughts are true and that their thoughts are a reflection of who they are instead of knowing that their thoughts are just the mind's way of making sense and staying safe while using the path of least resistance. So why are we not doing it? Why are we not changing our self-talk? Obviously, there is a method to self-talk, and I've mentioned that a few times. We're hosting the self-care workshop next Friday the 24th, and we're doing something pretty unique because I want to help you incorporate this into your life on a deeper level. I believe in my bones that if you are someone who wants to live a thriving, late-identified autistic life, and you want to do it without the heavy masking and camouflaging, and you want to be the leader in your own life, but you also want to be a part of creating change in the world so that autistics are seen as the necessary neurotype to our humanity that we, have been, that we are created to be, then this is the information that you need. These are the elements that people use, but they aren't telling you. And no one else is out there breaking it down for you. I'm gonna break it down and I'm doing it in this live Zoom workshop event. I will be going deeper into self-talk and taking questions from you on the thought thermostat exercise and setting internal and external boundaries, which we will be covering next week. This is a completely free live event. I'm gonna warn you, we will be digging into these two topics on self-care, so make sure that you book out at least an hour and a half for this. The last session went two hours and we had some amazing questions that made a big difference. If you loved what we talked about on this episode and you were like, great, how do I do this? Well, make sure you go ahead and register because I taught you what you should be doing and tried to help you lose some mistakes you might be doing and to shift your perspective on thoughts. And I was able to provide some value but now it is time to go a step further and show you guys what to do and help you start to get all this incorporated. I believe to my core that if you really want to make a change and really want to have that full, thriving, authentic, autistic life, it all starts with self-care. But if you are not sure on how to self-care, it doesn't matter how good your self-care is. And that's why right now you're doing all the external self-care steps that help, but only last for a little while before you're right back in burnout. You're not seeing the results that you're wanting. 
Because again, vegging out to Netflix by itself is not the one and only way to restore your energy. And there is a list of invisible things, and I want to make those visible to you on this self-care workshop. So all I need you to do is go to socialaudi.com and go ahead and get registered for this second free training. If you can't make the live event, if you are registered, you will receive a replay, but only those who are registered will get it. This is the first event of its kind here on Mind Your Autistic Brain and the only one like it this year. And I'm not sure when I might be doing this again next year. So make sure that you're there now. I'm not saying this is a scarcity tactic because this truly is because there are other topics already in the pipeline into next year and this isn't one of them. This is all free and all you have to do is make the time. With that said, hopefully I see you guys there. And that's it for this episode. Take care and I'll see you next week as we go into setting internal and external boundaries. Take care, my friend. If you are someone who likes to help people and share what has made a difference in your life, please share this talk show with a friend and on your social media accounts so that you can be the blessing in another late-identified autistic's life. Be sure to tag me at Social Audi so I can personally say thank you. And to help keep the talk show ad-free, please consider becoming a one-time or recurring supporter through either Buy Me a Coffee or the Anchor Podcast links in the show notes below. I truly appreciate your support. Thank you for being a listener and thank you for adding your voice to our story.